This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. to Wrestling Omakase. It is episode number 109, and this week I am very pleased to be joined by returning gla- returning guest, Mr. Brian Quinlan. Hello. Hi. I almost said returning quest. I guess that would make sense for the first show we're going to talk about. How you been, oh, buddy? That's Quest is on your mind because of Royal Quest? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is, it, is this... Are we going to try to make people think that recording this after... All, uh, double, uh, no, I don't give a shit. We're recording after we just You're not going to try to fool them? Okay. No. Yeah, this is the middle of the fun. day. All, all in hasn't happened, or all out, or whatever the fuck hasn't happened yet, so. We're recording after Royal Quest, and then we'll, you know, end it there. And through the magic of audio, they'll then hear the all out review. But yes, we're live from the Bronx. You're mm-hmm. in the room with me. Mm-hmm. So, we just finished watching Royal Quest a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't answer the question how you've been doing. Uh, Okay. We were, the, were two of the only not people... Not looking forward to the fall. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why not? There's going to be too much shit to watch. <laughs> we're two of the only people on the planet that got tickets to the Anime NYC uh, okay. Lantis Matsuri. Do the listeners care? Or? I just think it's funny. Like, we're too... Because that thing's so... It's a concert at the at New York City's biggest anime I'm, con. You're, you're looking at me as you're saying that. I'm, I'm aware I have tickets for it. <laughs> I'm explaining okay. to the guy. Well, look at the microphone. That's where they are. I'm explaining to the audience. But you're looking at me like you're t- <laughs> trying to explain to you what concert you're going to, sir, that you bought tickets for. Um, like, I, I, I'm aware. But yeah, we... we it has, you know, a, bu- a bunch of weeaboo acts, basically. Jam Project and That's what Love I'm going Live. For. I mean, I'm only going... I'm going because <laughs> I missed a performance by them once. Because I, I already seen them once before. Getting back to another con. There's there a wrestling a song. Time. Yeah, well, okay, hold on. It was a song I really want... Well, one of them sings by herself. And I thought, well, she didn't sing it the first time. She probably won't sing it here. And I found out she did, and I was pissed off because I was too busy trying to... W- watching the Coyotes face the Boston Bruins and getting destroyed. <laughs> 
and I was mad I missed it. So I'm not going to take that chance again. I'll go. She probably won't sing it, but hey, I don't want to see it. But yeah, they put tickets on sale for this. It was and, like four acts. And apparently people are mad. Including Love Live, which is obviously the big thing. Yeah, I remember not a Love Live uh, when I told some other people in our group explaining what happened. They found it very funny when I told them that they're they're promising to do like an investigation. Yeah, they were like this. shocked. They were like, "We are floored by the demand." I'm like, "This is the first time Love Live has ever come to the East yeah. Coast. I don't even watch the fucking show, and I still knew that that was going to be and like." They're like, ridiculous "We will me. do a full investigation on uh, to make sure <laughs> scalpers." How the fuck are you going to tell that? It was four minutes. It sold out. The tickets yeah. sold out, and so. There you go. So we're two of the only people that got tickets to that concert. That's one good thing that happened. I kind of feel bad. I took a ticket piece. I don't care about Love Live, but I feel bad I took a ticket I'm from go- someone. I'm going to see True. Okay. She sang the ending to That Time I Was Being Carnage as a Slime. Uh, yeah. So I'm very excited. Anyway, um, we, other than that, I guess we haven't been up to much, but mm-hmm. here to talk about two wrestling shows today. New Japan Royal Quest mm-hmm. and also AEW All Out. Mm. You pulled behind the curtain before for some reason mm. and revealed that we haven't actually watched All Out yet. Mm. But obviously that means we're going to talk about Royal Quest mm-hmm. uh, first. A weird show to talk about for a number yep. of reasons. Many reasons. First of all, um, you know, the stream. Yeah. <laughs> the stream, absolutely. So I mean, I got there a little late, but you said you couldn't really watch the show anyway because yeah. it kept like, so going the, in and out. The first four matches... Um, I mean, look, I'd never watched anything on Fight TV before. I'll just say that right out of the, right out of the gate. Like, I never... I didn't bother with the Australian shows. In, I, I still haven't seen the Australian shows, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I don't really watch anything else that, I guess, only airs on Fight. You know, I'm not a big Mania weekend viewer, I guess, other than when I went to the shows this year so you know this is my first time using fight and it immediately started buffering like over and over again so it was basically there's a lot of issues first of all the english commentary commentator didn't the english commentary didn't work nope near to the japanese apparently oh great um so you couldn't hear them say anything the audio mixing all night long they never fixed this was atrocious mm. like nicole came in the room at one point she's like is there something wrong with the tv mm. and i was like no nah, uh-huh. that's just the the announcers sound really bad um, so the the audio mixing all night long was atrocious. Yep. Um, early on, it had basically two different issues with the video feed. It would buffer constantly, like that little blue circle would come up and it would stop and restart and stop and reset. And they would occasionally lose their feed completely. So we got very, we got to know uh, very intimately the Logo fight TV of that man boxing, uh, the man, like boxing the air. It was like what, what did it say? Like waiting for video feed yeah, or something? Waiting for video to load. <laughs> it's like we got to see that man, man a lot. <laughs> Box. He kept the doing run-ins all night for the first four matches. Really, yeah. it really. I don't think it happened after the first four matches. I think no. it was only in the first four matches. We got the circle sometimes, but not the man. Yeah. So the blue circle. The blue circle eventually eventually ended after the fourth four matches, it and came, then it came back like in the middle of the fucking main event, which pissed me. <laughs> but off. then it came. But then the, after that, it, it went away. Yeah. So basically, the first half of the show bordered on unwatchable. A lot of people stopped trying. Um, Not because switched, the show was bad. Yeah. But because yeah. And switched over to NXT. I will never Fuck switch over no. to NXT. <laughs> that show does not exist. So I was like, I'm gonna make this work. I'm watching this fucking shit, and. I, I feel like I got paid off for my, uh, for my you know, persistence by mm. the end. Because overall, I, I think this was a good show. I mean, people who were there in the building, I've been reading them I'm sure if I was Twitter. there live, I would have loved it. Yeah, people who were on Twitter and on, um, you know, like, d- the Super Jcast Discord and stuff, they were saying that, like, if you're in the building, it was a great undercard. Mm. And I, it felt like 
from what you could watch, those undercard matches were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it was really tough to watch them, you know? Like, when the blue, the blue circle's coming out a lot. Um, the crowd was great all night. I mean, that, that I figured that it would be. Apparently, it was about a little over 6,000 people. And, yeah, the crowd was just fantastic all night. I mean, they were loud, pretty much loud for everything. Uh, they would go quite, but they weren't one of these crowds that can be so loud so consistently that it gets annoying, you know. Like again, yeah. like some XT crowds, where like they they would go quiet for little little stretches and give you like a little bit of like okay, let's just enjoy the match. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, the opener well, and the undercard matches, like I said, we'll go a little quick through since I didn't really see them that well. Uh, Shoyo and Rocky Romero defeated Red Narita, Shota Umino, and Ryusuke Taguchi. Uh, show pin Naruto at the power breaker, which is that lung blower thing, power bomb lung blower thing he does. Again, I couldn't really see this match because it, this mm-hmm. is when the, the first two matches, especially, was when the buffering thing was at its worst, and I was trying to restart my internet and stuff to try to see if that would help. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, all I can really say about this is it looked fine from what I could tell. Uh, also, it looked like Naruto might have gotten hurt at the finish. I haven't heard anything, mm. but he was laying down there for a long time and. They were being very ginger, like, rolling out of the ring. So I hope he's okay, because yeah. that would really suck to lose him before, right before the, you know, the, the uh, Young Lion Cup. Yeah, so. But I can't really tell you a lot else about this match, because I didn't really see it. Yeah, or any of this. Well, we'll get to the rest. Match two, Kota Ibushi and Juice Robinson beating Yujiro Takahashi. We missed this finish completely. We barely saw any of this. Yeah, Ibushi pinned Hikuleo with the Kamigoe. You decided to reset the Wi-Fi, so we completely missed the finish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at one point, like, Juice's... They, that that screen came up just as they were making the hot tag to Juice. Yeah. So, like, not a good, not good timing there. Um... Match three, this, I guess, it, it worked a little better, so I was able to see yeah. a, a bit of this. Uh, Will Ospreay and Red, Robbie Eagles defeated El Phantasmo and Taiji Ishimori. It says Ospreay pinned Phantasmo with the Red Wing. I guess that's what they're calling that double D move they debuted. Yeah. So, obviously, this was like the, the debut of Ospreay and Eagles as a tag team. Um, they won a tag title shot. Yeah, so... This match was the best match. For, well, it's the only one I could really see so far, but this match was great. Will Ospreay is fucking awesome. Yeah, I went like I would say like I went like three and a quarter. It was pretty good. Um, the one thing about this this match, obviously, to me, is like Phantasmo just kind of like drags things down. Where mm-hmm. he, I think he's fine. He's very he he like he's really really insistent on that heel work, sort of like Jay White. But like I just don't find him as entertaining as Jay White. Uh, I think so, he doesn't rely on it as much. Yeah. Like he slows. Yeah, his I felt down. like if it took that away, Jay White would have like literally nothing to do in a match. Like mm-hmm. all he has, it's like he just studied Cody and said, "I'll <laughs> just do that more." And really, Jay White has some but, really cool suplexes and stuff. Uh, but okay. And Phantasmo, anyway. Um, I don't know. He just doesn't do anything for me. But the parts with uh, with Ichimori and the two of them, I thought were good. I liked the matching gear the Eagles and Osprey had. Yeah, I mean they made a good team. So I guess they're going to get a junior tag title shot probably on the Destruction Tour, is what I would guess. Uh, yeah, we'll And then soon. maybe they'll do Osprey Fantasma with the junior title, King of Pro Wrestling, unfortunately. Uh, match number four, Naito and Sonata defeating Jay White and Chase Owens. Uh, Sonata submitting Chase with the skull end. Uh, Naito was, like, super fucking over. Yep. I mean, I guess that's not breaking news to anyone with a brain, but the people... It's almost that, like he, you know, should be pushed more. I don't know. The people that think Naito isn't over anymore are... I, dun- I dunk on them every week because they're very... Like, they don't have ears. Yeah. Um, 
as far as like in the match, he didn't really do anything, from what yeah. I can tell. But look, I mean, he's he's done a lot lately. He can take, yeah. take a match off. I don't. Blame he did him. what the people wanted to see. Yeah, the people went nuts for everything he did. Like especially, you got to, if you were there to see Naito, you got to see the Destino in the post match anyway. Yeah, which we'll get to. And but he spit in Jay White's face. I like that. Yeah. I think Naito and Jay White have really good chemistry. Okay. I think they they're both like, I really enjoy the feud so far because they're both complete scumbags basically yeah. like they're both slime balls and mm-hmm. it's like these two slime balls just trying to out slime each other i really enjoy that whole aspect of the feud um sonata you know he looked good here he he and chase had this weird long quasi feud based around chase not being able to do the His, the, the paradise lock yeah. which they kind of worked into this which i thought was funny um but yeah it was uh again there were still problems here so when i could see it was pretty good and at the end of this match, the stream stabilized, basically. We're just in time for the next one. <laughs> the stream, like, at the end of this, the stream really stabilized. Yeah. But in the post-match, Naito gave Jay White the Destino. So, you know, Jay White basically started running wild with a chair. He, you know, he took out Sonata, but then Naito cut him off with an Enzigiri, which is great. The crowd went nuts for that. And then hit the Destino, so people who came to see... Naito got to see him hit that move, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, see him hit the destiny. And then he and basically... Counted the he counted his own pen, and well, then he... the crowd did, yeah. And then he rolled uh, White out of the ring, and, like, geez, he was going to throw the chair at him, and instead just sat in the chair, and the, the, chair, the, the chair crowd popped. Yeah. And... Uh, so I like the feud a lot. Um, yeah, obviously, we're going towards... They already announced this is going to be the, the last Destruction show of the tour. Yeah. Uh, Destruction in Kobe, um, which is obviously the biggest show of the tour, Kobe World Hall. So I expect that to be a really good match, and I expect... I expect Naito to lose, which, you know, they talked a little bit about this on the on the Voice Wrestling flagship this week. If if you're a Naito fan, you know, and you understand what's probably going on, I don't think you're going to freak out about that because they're clearly building to something with this two-belt thing, and they wouldn't have Jay White taunting him and Abushi saying he wants to be two, uh, double champion now, too. If it wasn't so do you think some... they'll do a rematch at night yes. one of the Dome? Yep. And then he'll face Abushi night two? So I think if my prediction what's going to happen right now, Naito loses to Jay White, Destruction in Kobe. He has to win something to get back to the Dome, a power struggle, maybe like some kind of number one contenders match or even like a little tournament or something. And then um, night one of Wrestle Kingdom is Jay White versus Naito and Okada versus Abushi. Naito beats Jay White and gets the IC back, and then he wins on night two and wins the heavyweight, whether it's Okada or Ibushi. Mm. So, I mean, I could be... Maybe I'm working myself into a shoot here at Naito again, but mm. at least, it, at the very I least... You probably are. But. Look, at the very least, if, you, if you're if you a Naito fan, I would not freak out if he loses to White. Mm. I think the it's step one of a longer thing here. And I will definitely fucking take this over that goddamn dead-end Jericho feud last year mm. where he's feuding with Chris Jericho over Skype. Like, that sucked. At least here, like, Naito is, you know, in the mix for Wrestle Kingdom. Well, you don't agree? Okay. Well, whatever. We'll see what happens. Him and Jericho would had a better match. Or... They had a really good match, but, like, they, Naito didn't get to do anything that yeah. entire fall. I mean, you knew he wasn't going to be champion or anything, and this, at least, the double champion thing is interesting. Um, okay. So, match number five. The IWGP tag team titles, mm. uh, Gorillas of Destiny against Aussie Open, who won, torture. won Revolution Press for a Toro Quest. I think you hated this a lot more than I did, so why don't you talk about it? It was just boring, and I don't, like, 
Well, what it, I mean, I didn't think it was a bad until I checked how much time had passed, and I thought this match had been going on like twenty minutes, and it had been going on like seven. <laughs> it went on like it felt like forever, <laughs> and I just, I mean, well, it, it's not even these teams' fault because I just don't give a shit about those belts, and I can't imagine anyone does. Like, yeah, who cares? those tag belts have been like, who gives a shit for years now? I mean. It's so it felt like it was always the same three teams fighting over them, and I mean, God have been around what like for like three years, and they've held the belts like nine times. They've already like almost <laughs> they're one the defense away from the record. Yeah, like, and, and they haven't been around that long. Like, how long ago did 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 uh, uh, his brother come in? Like not... it was like it's twenty sixteen. Yeah, the end of twenty fifteen or early twenty sixteen. He's I been saw, around for I, like three years. I and, saw and they're breaking the record. Like I saw their first tag title one. I think yeah, at a soccer at a major tag twenty six. It's like they're just there every once in a while. They'll drop it to someone for like a second, and then this team will win it back, and it will just. Continue continue to the end of time yeah i mean the only if homa hadn't gotten injured it probably him makabe would probably also be continuously feuding yeah. them over it it's like uh, they need to like take two guys that aren't doing well, anything well, well, and make okay. them a team I, here's, what I will say. here's what i will say no booker is perfect mm-hmm. and what if what is the weakness of this of this booking regime i mean above all else it's just fucking tag divisions yep both tag divisions, pretty much, you're lucky if one tag division is good. Usually, they're both bad, mm-hmm. and right now they are both bad. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm really sick of complaining about it. like who fucking. Cares? Like I wrote for the fucking prediction. I was just like, who cares? Like yeah, who really who cares? cares so. Who wins this? Um, as far as the match itself, the Aussie Open. I've only seen a couple times. We saw them during Mania Weekend. Uh, they were at the WXW show. If some people really. So. Some people really loved that tag title match. I thought it was fine. But like I know, I like no memory of some this, people so. thought it was like really, really good. Um, and then they, I think they were also on the um, the WrestleCon years versus the World show in like the, a six man tag or something, and which that was pretty good. Um, but this, I mean, all I can really say is this match really alternated between being very boring, like extremely boring, and then like Aussie Open to get their offense, and it would some of their moves would actually look really cool some of their double team moves and some of them would look like I don't even know what you're doing like they would look really sloppy yeah like they were trying to be cool and just completely failing there was like a flipping I don't know like a, the big dude He, I don't even know which was which honestly yeah, I think the big one is Mark Davis and the small one is Kyle Fletcher I could be wrong someone can correct me if I'm wrong I'm not I, God knows I'm never going to claim to be a, a fucking uh, Brit Rez expert so but, but I think I think the big one Mark Davis like he did like some kind of flipping, um, like, into the corner, right? He did, like, a backflip into, like, a neck breaker, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to look cool, but it did not look cool at all. Like, it looked like... It, it looked like he just threw his body at the other guy, and the other guy both fell down, basically. So, I don't know. I assume... Yeah, Mark Davis is the big one. I'm happy with myself for knowing that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... Uh, I, I went two and a half on it, which... Maybe even been a little generous. It was just, to me, it was like just a match, you know. Uh, the next one, which is going to be an interesting one to talk about, the Never Openweight mm-hmm. Championship. Kenta defeating Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, it's the Ishii loses. He's like the fucking fourth straight champion to lose on his first event with his belt. Yeah. Uh, Kenta becomes the 27th champion. So here's the thing about this match. It was going really well for a while. It was going to be the best match on the show. It was a little boring early on. To that point. It was a little boring early on. Then it became, like, really fucking good. Like, really good. Like, trending above four stars good. And then 
it looked like one of it suddenly they just looked like they like completely miscommunicated on spot mm-hmm. and like they just you know couldn't figure out what was going on and they dropped each other it turns out if you go back on the the german suplex exchange where you know kenta germans ishi and then ishi comes back and no cells in germans kenta you can see kenta lands really badly like his, yeah he lands like right on his head and his neck and i think he was concussed right there so kenta you know really just like at that point was you know he looked like he had the glassy eyes you couldn't tell what was going on he kept he botched a couple he forgot moves. to kick out at one point he forgot to kick out of a move and the referee had to like stop counting mm-hmm. now at this they, point you know he must be winning the title or else they just take it home right probably. that was my point like like at this point it's like the ref would just like ended the match because you know, obviously Kenta couldn't go anymore mm. the problem is they, they needed an interference spot they had planned because that's how Kenta was going to win so G.O.D. runs in uh, which, by the way, was st- kind of stupid because it was very obviously should have been a DQ. Like yeah. they pull the ref out, and then you know they just like no. I, I really wish New Japan would. Hey, buddy, like, you get mad at Jr. for saying this shit, so don't no, 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 don't no. you start. Tag matches is fine. This shit, it's like they need to be consistent one way or the other about whether pulling the ref out as a DQ. Hey, the ref's supposed to let the match go on. I thought, buddy, never insult New Japan's uh, refs. Okay. JR is an asshole. Uh-huh. JR does it in the middle of tag matches just because he's not doing a five count. I'm talking about whether or not a point of ref out is a mm-hmm. DQ. Anyway, Kenta beats Ishii uh, with the go to sleep. I don't know. I mean, he I want to go to sleep better than CM Punk. I don't care what people on Twitter say. Somehow they did a good go to sleep there, even though Kenta looked like he was yeah, dead. Even like half conscious, he does. There was also it. one point where Kenta got like a really hit issue, like a really hard slap. Yeah. And I was like, how do you even get that much behind your slap yeah. when you're like, it's like you're out on your feet? I haven't been able to find any info yet. I wonder if he'll have to vacate the title or what's going to happen yeah. here, or if he can keep going. So I went three and a quarter. Um, you know, it's not that I thought it was bad i mean the, the good parts were still really good yeah but like you can't really say it was a great I mean, they, match they screwed up a lot of shit because kenta yeah. just like was like on another planet yeah for a while. i mean you can't blame the guy i mean yeah. the guy's he, fucking he was physically good. there but not mentally there yeah. for, a while, for a while and that yeah, that shit happens i mean yeah i didn't think overall the match was embarrassing as that goldberg undertaker thing <laughs> but I mean, some he, he actually was able to do some spots right. Some people that. on Twitter get mad at you. People say that match is good. What? The Goldberg Undertaker. Who? No. People on Twitter say that match is good. Who? People on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> that match is You're good. Lying. What do you want me to tell you? People saying you it's are good. so full of shit. I'm not you cannot. <laughs> you can. No. I'm serious. No. People on Twitter like anything. What do you I want me to say, tell you? I could say something right now, but it make people match so I'm not going to say <laughs> okay I'll tell you later okay uh Tanahashi and Zack Sabre Jr um this was awesome so Tanahashi wins the British heavyweight championship with the high fly flow um finally this was really good yeah. like I, I put... forgot my Tanahashi shirt and I think that's why he won um but yeah I mean look this it was a very very technical match a lot of yeah. uh, back and forth technical wrestling like you'd expect this is a match where it like it really came home to me and I've had this thought a couple times before I know and, what you're because we're going to talk about them later AW needs a technical wrestler yep they have nobody on the fucking roster who can wrestle and I don't mean that like in a prerogative way or like oh Carter Michael's a bad wrestler or anything like that I just mean like Matt they don't wrestling, have yeah. like Matt wrestling, technical wrestling, whatever you think about Zack Sabre Jr. Because I know there's some people don't like him. I mean, he obviously can has like technical wrestling skill. Yeah, and there's wrestlers out there. Like I know there's a rumor going around that David Starr because he lost that 
Revolution Pro Man event, mm. then maybe he'll go to AEW, and that would be perfect because that's exactly what they fucking need. Is they need somebody who can mat wrestle, yeah. but they have nobody. Like, who is the best mat? Who is the best mat wrestler in I, AEW? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I sincerely don't know. Don't who know it might be know. Dustin Rhodes. I can't think of anybody um, yeah. on the entire roster who I would call like a very good mat wrestler. So like, it clicked in my head because I was thinking about like why. Am I more negative on these shows than a lot of other people are with AEW? You know, why am I not enjoying... It's because, like, I really enjoy technical wrestling, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy mat wrestling, and there's, like, none of it. Mm-hmm. There's none on these AEW shows. So if AEW's missing anything, that's why I think... It, they're missing, like, this, basically. Yeah. Like, a match that can, you can put in the semi-main event slot that can go 20 minutes and just be, like, almost entirely on the mat, which, you know, I enjoy watching. You know, I think a lot of people do, too. Um, as far as... Obviously, I'm not saying it's going to like be the or make a break for success on TNT or anything, but like, yeah. I, it's just a, a personal preference kind of thing. Um, as far as this match itself, I thought it was awesome. Um, you know, they just they were it was like a really back and forth match. It didn't. Some of their other matches, I feel like, have been maybe even too focused on one limb. You know, mm-hmm. like that match at MSG where like they were really, really, really focused on the arm. Here, I mean, it was focused on the arm, but like. It was still, like, a very back-and-forth, like, competitive match. You know, similar to the one they had at, at Cork in, in the G1, which I also really liked. And so I put this one above the MSG match. The only one of their matches I really, like, didn't like was the IC title match of Destruction a couple of years ago. So this was a lot better than that. Um, I went four stars on it. Um, there was a spot at one point where, like, Zach dodged. A, like, he dodged a basement dropkick just by moving his leg out of the way at the last second and then like all in one motion got Tanahashi's neck and did like a neck crank that was so fucking cool yeah. that might have been the coolest fight he's ever done I like when the re- when the fans start chanting uh, for Red Shoes <laughs> and, and Zack Sabre gave him like the dirtiest look <laughs> and Zack was like in a move in the, the move and he just took a break for a second just to <laughs> give him the fuck you look and Red Shoes like bowed and said I'm sorry yeah. I don't know why they're chanting for me and, um, and then it, and when he was trying to reverse, you know, out of the movie, he would just point, which I'm going to fucking get you, <laughs> motherfucker, and then go back to Tanahashi. Yeah. But yeah, I went four stars on this. I thought it was really good. At to this um, point, this was my favorite match on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, not yeah. even close. Yeah. I mean, like, they've had better matches. I think probably both their G1 matches and both their New Japan Cup matches. Mm. Or actually, I don't know. I don't think I like the New Japan Cup final as much as some people. But I the, like the New Japan Cup match this year was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was still really good, and you know I'm glad. I, I don't want to say it saved the show because the show wasn't like brutally bad or anything, but like it definitely brought the show to, to like a better level. Mm-hmm. And then the main event, which even even did that even more, I guess. Yeah, this main Min- event was awesome. Minoru Suzuki and Kazuchika Okada. This is a match where like you know going in, I don't want to. I wasn't like super hyped, you know. Like I, it wasn't that I wasn't looking forward to it, but it's like okay, we've seen this, this match, gonna be, and this is gonna be a match. Well, I wonder who's gonna win. Yeah, like, you're not gonna get me invested, but then they Suzuki's just awesome, <laughs> and so is Okada. And, yeah. and if you notice going in, they got a, pretty much an equal pop. Suzuki got a huge pop, and Okada got a huge pop when they came out. But by towards the end of this match, they were booing Okada, and people are gonna be like, oh, I don't think they meant to do that. I disagree. No. That's... Like, Suzuki worked this match like a fucking baby face. Yeah. Because he's very popular in, in, the, in the UK. So I don't think that they... Like, people are going to think, oh, you know, they didn't get the response they wanted. Mm. I think they clearly were going for that. I think Okada, you know, even though he's also a baby face, he has that, like, 
ace quality. Like, like people, Tanahashi used to have this too. Yeah. Where the people would root for the get behind the challengers. The underdog. Yeah. They, they want to cheer for the underdog. Suzuki was definitely the underdog going into this match. It's not some like rejection of the champion. No. Like and they're they, thinking and of they that. cheered him in the match. And I said they're booing him now, but when he wins, they're gonna cheer him when yeah. he does his promo. They're not yeah. gonna go, oh, bro, and like flock to the exits like you know backlash or like a <laughs> WWE show when when. They're going to be like, okay, now that you won, we'll, we'll cheer you. Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. You're, you're thinking yeah. like a Western wrestling mindset yeah. if you think that the crowd rejected Okada. Anyway. But, but they do that kind of in America, too. Well, not as much. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so there was, this match was awesome. I mean, again, very, very back and forth. It went like 30 minutes. Yeah. And did not, like, when you told it, me. It was like almost 30 minutes. I couldn't believe it either. It felt I like it was. maybe almost 20. I would have guessed like 15. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, it felt like nothing. Um. So it's basically, you know, they, they, they do these forearms, and Okada hits some really weak forearms, which he does sometimes. And Suzuki straight up laughs in his fucking face, yeah. which was like the coolest fucking spot, and the crowd goes nuts for that. And then Suzuki commits a murder, basically, with these forearms, where he, like, throws it throws a bunch really, really hard right in the face, mm-hmm. and Okada ends up in a seated position, and Suzuki, like, tells the crowd to shut up, and then hits him one right in the back of the head. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god. Um, that drop kick he did out of nowhere was also awesome. Yeah, the guy was running toward, and he just said, "Hit the ropes!" and he just hit that fucking drop. Kick. He killed him. He yeah. killed him. Yeah. And then the crowd get really got an Okada when he started doing the sleeper. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's Suzuki sleeper, motherfucker. Yeah, they what started are you doing. They started booing him really bad. Um, and then towards the end of it, you know, they there was a great, great like some of these rainmaker counters. I always say that some of them are hit really well, mm. some of them don't. Suzuki, he always did that spot. Where, like, he has you in the sleeper and then, like, basically spins you around into the pile driver position. Mm-hmm. Okada, like, in basically in mid spin, hits the fucking clothesline. Yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. And, like, it's just such a cool spot. And, and again, I'm, it's amazing they came up with a new spot when this is, like, their eighth singles match together. Yeah. I mean, like, the fact that they actually were able to come up with a spot I'd never seen them do before was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, so this was really good. Uh, they kept teasing the, the, Got style pile driver and it looked like it almost looked like you know like you could buy Suzuki hitting it you know like you really felt like yeah maybe he'll actually he, pull it he'll off he'll actually do it yeah and then Okada obviously fights him off he hits the spinning tombstone and hits the Raymaker and gets the pin I went four and a half stars I thought this was fucking awesome um, at least their best match since the 2017 G1 remember yeah. that one the the 30 minute draw yeah I think that one I might have liked a little better but it's very close. So, this was really good. A lot better than I was expecting going in. Like, if you had guessed, told me to guess how what this match rating would have been beforehand, I would have guessed, like, four flat, maybe. Like, yeah. really good, but not, like, you know, at that amazing level. But this was, like, really, really this good. This is awesome. And, uh, yeah. so, so, really put, like, a very a very strong capper on the show. Um, but then there was one more thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sonata came out afterwards to chat. So, apparently, Okada called him out when he spoke okay, Japanese. Well, yeah, he said, like, there's someone else that deserves a title shot yeah. or something. And so Sonata came out and basically stared down with him. I assume that's for King of Pro Wrestling. Because uh, yeah. I don't know why you'd use that for Destruction when you already have... I mean, you have Naito White for Destruction and Kobe, and you, neither of the other two Destruction shows are really that big. I mean, it's Kagoshima and I don't know where the, yeah, where the fuck's... the Junior Protect or... What, the, what the fuck's the other Destruction show? Oh, Beppu. Yeah, it's not really... Not really a... Uh, I should be like Joe Landers and say Beepoo. <laughs> it makes me laugh every Beepoo. No, it's Beppu. Um, but yes, it's a... Uh, that's a... You know, I don't really see Beppu or Kagoshima. Uh, apologies to the, the great people of both cities, but I'd assume it's King of Pro Wrestling for that. 
Um, I mean, you could do a never title match there. You could do... You could do, like They made a man with the junior tag earlier this year. I guess you could try that if you're feeling really adventurous. I mean, they could do a briefcase defense, too. Like a Bushi Evil. Yeah, or so, a Bushi... Uh, a Bushi Kenta. Kenta. I think that's King of Pro Wrestling, I yeah. think. But if Kenta can, <laughs> Kenta can make it there, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I so, hope he can. I hope Kenta's okay. I, I, I do. I think he's. I, I mean, mean, hopefully it was like one I, of those. I, I'm, I'm afraid he's going to start getting that. You know, I, I'm sure he already has that. Rep. That that rep that he's yeah. that he just gets concussions a lot. But it can is that something that can happen to someone, or it's just you're unlucky? I think right? no. I think can he, you be prone to concussions more likely than someone else? I think they're more ha- they're more likely to be repeat. Oh, if you get one, yeah. you're more likely to get more. Yeah, okay. I think so. yeah. Um, but yeah, so overall show, um, you know, like I said, they had a, had a lot of weird technical issues early on. You know, I think the undercard probably would have been a lot more fun if we could have watched it correct with like yeah. without buffering every two seconds. And that never title match could have been awesome, but then but yeah, it, it was awesome and then it fell was apart. awesome and then it got bad. Yeah, um, but but still, the last two matches. I mean, anytime awesome. you have yeah. a four star match and a four and a half star match, I mean, the main event was one of the best title defenses of the title matches this year. Yeah, any promotion. I so, yeah. I think it was really good. Um, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of the better better title matches in New Japan. This year? Yeah. I mean, because okay, Samuel Kai's title matches have been pretty disappointing. Who was he defended against after The Jay White when he, one match we won. I didn't lo- Some people loved that match. I didn't oh, like yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, rematch with Jay White. No, no, no he had, I'm saying he, had, he won the title from Jay yeah. White. Uh, they the, never had a rematch. No. Okay. The Sonata title Sonata defense. Was, that was uh, the weakest one of the yeah, three Sonata matches by a matches. mile. Yeah. I mean, the other two matches were so much better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I only went, like, three and a quarter, three and a half. And the other yeah. two matches were awesome. So, I mean, we went four and three quarters on both of them. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Did Who else did Okada? No. Okay. I think that this is his third defense. Yeah. So, oh, wait. So, he must have one other one. Oh, Dominion against Jericho, which fucking sucked. Yeah. We forgot about that. We were there. We forgot. Well, it was following Naito and Ibushi, which is better. And, and the main event... I just can't believe we forgot about the one we were there for. And the main event finish was, was kind of like... Yeah. Like what? It wasn't good. I mean, look, it was I thought no... the match was good, and then and I didn't then, think it was. I didn't think it was. If you're gonna, I thought it was better than Jericho. I think they have a fucking <laughs> like rematch. I don't know if with that finish. But yeah. Whatever. I think they wanted to keep him strong because he was. He's. I guess he's waiting for, or he didn't want to lose just with the rainmaker because he's he's facing Kenny like a week later, wasn't he? Yeah. Or or he or he just beaten Kenny. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Which, I think he just beaten Kenny. Yeah. I think he had beaten Kenny like a week before. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The whole thing here is, you know, they have him a ton of great... I mean, Tanahashi White had, like, a four flat. Uh, Tanahashi Omega had four and a quarter, but obviously a lot of people have that, like, a five stars. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanahashi, so, which one? Oh, Tanahashi Omega. Oh, yeah. I went four and a quarter. I thought it was really good, but I didn't think it was, like, five stars. Yeah, good. around that area. Oh. I think I thought it was a little bit better, maybe four and a half, but I, 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 when people kept saying five stars, I wouldn't go that So far. this could be the best heavyweight title match of the year, yeah, IWGP. Well, yeah, actually, you know what? Four and a quarter for that one, yeah, because this one is my favorite. This yeah, year, so this is probably the best IWG, IWGP heavyweight title match, because most of my other high-end New Japan matches are either uh, Intercontinental mm-hmm. or they're G1 or New Japan Cup. Yeah, pretty much. So, it, like, so there you go. All right, um, what's coming up for New Japan? We got the Road to Destruction. It kicks off this week. Uh, Cork and Hall. So, I mean, look, they, they're going to have a few days off here after London, but not that many because then they're flying yeah, back. Tuesday. So, Road to Destruction is Wednesday, buddy. Wednesday. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm looking right at the... Oh, I'm getting confused because Monday is Labor Day. So, it's yes. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road to Destruction is going to be three straight nights at Cork and Hall, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then Sunday in Chiba, the Nagata show is also airing. Uh, we don't have full lineups yet. I assume we're going to get them 
probably like tomorrow. But we do know Wednesday has the Shota Umino and Clark Connors and Yota Suji against Alex Coughlin, which are both matches in the Young Lions Cup. Uh, Thursday at Corican has Red Narita, if he can go, which I hope he can, against Carl Fredericks and Yuya Uemura against Michael Richards, not Kramer. Yeah. Because everybody's made that joke. But yeah. every time I see that name, I'm like, what the fuck? Wow. Uh, but he's like the, the yeah. folly dojo on the line. Yeah. And then Friday has Clark Connors against Carl Fredericks, the Battle of the LA Young Lions, and Alex Coughlin against Michael Richards. Um, and then Sunday in Chiba has Shota Umino and Red Naruto, which should be awesome. Mm-hmm. And Yota Suji and Yuya Uemura, which is also should be quite great. And then we have the Nagata anniversary match already announced, which is Nagata, Tenzan, Kojima, Nakanishi, and Jushin Thunder Liger against Fale, the G.O.D., Ujiro Takahashi, and Jado. So there you go. That's what's coming up this week up for New Japan. Um, and then we have Beppu and Kagoshima, which will be a couple weeks from now. And then the tour wraps up with Destruction and Kobe in about three weeks. And then after that, we'll be going to the oh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed show. Yeah, so... An exciting month in Japan, and don't forget too, we'll, we'll, we'll get the Super J Cup uh, shows this month too. Yeah. So they, they said September. I'm here like mid September, so hopefully that'll come like right in the period where, um, like between the those shows that air this week and the Beppu and Kagoshima shows. So hopefully it comes during that week. All right, folks. So we're gonna t- cut it here for New Japan mm-hmm. uh, through the magic of radio. We'll be right back with the All Out review. After we finish watching that one. So see you in a sec. Mm-hmm. Alright, we just finished watching AEW All Out. The second pay-per-view. The fourth show overall of All Elite Wrestling. Um, what do you think of the show overall, Quinlan? Uh, I know you guys in trouble last time. It was good. That's <laughs> uh, my favorite running joke. All those one-star reviews you got me. For hating on Double or Nothing. You thought it was better than Double or Nothing? Uh, Probably. I thought it was okay. Um, so my big thing with the show All Out was it just it just kind of dragged, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it went way too long. But, like... I wish we had skipped the pre-show. But, I mean, but as far as, like... But as far as, like, the actual matches and stuff, like, to me it was about what I expected. Maybe mm-hmm. Omega Pac, like, was a little disappointing, but then the main event was a lot better. I, wasn't dis- I like that match. All right, well, we'll talk about it when we get to it. But the main event was better than I expected it to be. So... You know, overall, I guess it's about what I expected. I would say good show. Um, maybe. I don't think it's good as Double or Nothing, but definitely better than the last two shows, which I didn't really care for. Uh, okay. It so. was to watch, a sh- for someone that watches, like, all those WWE pay-per-views, to see a show where, like, every match had a finish where somebody beat somebody else. And that was it. There was a winner, and there was a loser. And they didn't overthink everything. And they didn't do all this crap. And so, I mean, like, a guy would just hit the other guy with his move and win. Wow. And I was like, I kept waiting for, like, with every match, oh, well, uh, it's going to turn out he had his foot under the rope. Oh, so he didn't really beat him, blah, 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 blah. No, no. They were winners and they were losers. And that's what they're doing. And I like that. So, I mean, even if the, the matches weren't the greatest ever, at least... They're having winners and losers. In, in American wrestling, we don't get that. I know. Ma- oh, American is the, the main thing, because you can get that plenty of places. Yeah, that's why I said American. But, but yeah, like, I mean, I don't watch their these shows, so I don't have that same reference. Where, you know, like, even on... I mean, I didn't watch that NXT UK show, but you said the, the stupid... 
false count anywhere had a stupid finish where a guy fell in a box or something so yeah. he won <laughs> when he didn't really do anything to win he just they, got I lucky feel like every single takeover has one of those and it, yeah and that's what a, sometimes sometimes they just have a finish where a guy got lucky and won and it's like okay so both of them suck i guess i mean neither of them were was a winner they're just they're trying to protect them both and they end up both looking like dorks this is no jericho page wasn't good enough and jericho beat him uh Omega, you know, uh, underestimated Pac or whatever you want to say, and Pac beat him. Apparently, it's Pac. Uh, Pac. Uh, yeah, some, they, that was okay. a big thing on Twitter today. Pac. I, I saw. Who, whatever. <laughs> uh, the bastard. I'm just gonna call him that because I said that like 50 times. Or you call him the dumb bastard, like the dumb Jr. Bastard did. Like Jr. And, and I couldn't believe you said that. All right, let's get into this. There you were know, angles, there were run-ins, but they would happen after the match is yes, over. That's I agree that it's much more practical. I like that better. Like, we need, especially in American wrestling, we need, like, a dose of this shit. And it, it was, like, a shock to my system to see an American pay-per-view where guys would just beat other guys. And yeah. be like, yeah, that guy won because he's better. Not because he he, he fell in a box or he, <laughs> I don't know, he, because the ref was an idiot and missed something. Or because someone else's music hit and, and, well, it's illegal and that to, distracted them. It's illegal to wrestle when someone else's music plays. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the show opened with the buy-in, the pre-show. We began with the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale. That blew the man's um, Battle Royale. Yeah, this was this was so out. much better than the men's so Battle Royale. So much better. I mean, I still think the the, the five-entrant thing is kind of goofy. I'm, yeah, I'm not, especially very... when, oh, what are the odds? Uh, all those people got eliminated it's just that time for the next group to come out. It's like, uh, It's okay. very TNA. That, yeah. that, I, don't, I still don't like that gimmick, and it uh, looks like it's going to be a regular it, thing. It looks like we're stuck with it. But. but as far as the match itself, let me read the competitors. It was Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Brandy Rhodes... Teal Piper. Oh, Britt Baker. Did you know she's a dentist? I, I heard. Oh, okay. Lee's, Jazz, Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, Awesome Kong, Shayna McKenzie, Ali. Um, oh, God. Why did this thing stop before 21? <laughs> I don't know if they missed. Nicole Zavoy, ODB. Uh, jazz. Tennille Jazz, where I definitely said Jazz. Oh. B Priestley. Um, did I miss anybody? Penelope Ford. Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, I think that's everybody. Oh, Fabia Pachi, Priscilla Kelly, Shalandra, I don't know who that is, Leva Bates. Okay, I think a I saw them people. all. So Mercedes Martinez was a big surprise, the, the Joker of the deck. Mm-hmm. And the crowd went nuts for her. Yeah. Like, she got a humongous pop. Yeah, the, crowd, the crowd reacted before the camera went to who it was. I mean, this is a very hardcore crowd, I guess. So, like, because she's never really had any major... Like uh, US. She was in one of the Mae Young classics, but that's. Oh, she was? It. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure true. she was, yeah. She was in Ring of Honor for a brief time, was, too, I she think. She was in the Vulture Squad yeah. a few years ago. But. Um, but, but she's never had, like, a ton of exposure. Right yeah, now. she hasn't. But yeah, the crowd went nuts for her. Uh, Nyla Rose ended up winning, which I, interesting. I mean, there were a couple interesting things here where. I thought for sure Britt Baker was winning this because yeah. they would not. <laughs> By yeah, the way, I, if you I, don't, know, I don't think she's just that bad. It's just that they never. She's pretty bad. About the fuck she's pretty bad about the fact that she's a fucking. Dentist. I think she's. I, I, I think she's below average. Okay. She. They never shut the fuck up. It's like every she comes down and the announcer's like, "Oh, the dentist is here. The dentist, 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 like you said, it just blew the men's battle royale out of the yeah, water. That was a complete clusterfuck. This like, one was a lot better. This was too, this was like a totally fine battle royale. Yeah. So that's like a million times better than the men's battle royale. Um, but yeah, so Nyla Rose gets the win, and that means she is wrestling for the AEW Women's World Title on October second, the first episode on TNT. Mm-hmm. 
Then the other pre-show match was Private Party against Angelico and Jack Evans. This was not uh, as good. Private Party won the match with a combination diamond cutter on Angelico mm. off the top rope. I mean, look, this match, and you know, I feel like a lot of these types of matches on these AEW shows, is basically like every U.S. Indies match I've ever seen, where it's like there's some very cool spots. Yeah. There's also some spots that make no sense. That make no sense. Or they, they do don't... a million things where where it just ends with a kick to the face, and it's like, why can't you just kick him in the face? <laughs> or they why'd don't... you have to flip around and do cartwheels and stand on one hand just to kick him in the face when you could just kick him in the face? Or you don't they need to do all that. Shit. Or the spot doesn't land at all. Yeah, like we talked about that with all the fuck it up. Yeah, in, in the first half yeah, where like it's... it just looked awkward sometimes, but yeah, and there's that, and there's just absolutely no flow in the match at all. No, like there, it feels like nothing's. I don't know how to, like, flow is a hard thing to, like, quantify, you know, but it's, like, in, in a good match, especially, like, a really good match, you know, it just feels like you're More going natural. from... Yeah. You're going from moment to moment naturally, and these types of matches, it just feels like, okay, here's spot. a thing, okay, now nothing, now here's a spot, now nothing, now here's a spot, yeah. and they would, like, tag constantly, and that, that happened, too, in the Best Friends match, which, I don't know, it just didn't, it didn't work for me, I went two stars on it, uh, I know some people love this, but I think In Helico is, like, really bad. Um, but yeah, so and Helico and Jack Evans attacked them afterwards, so I guess this gonna... finish I didn't like because Private Party won, but then and Helico and Jack Evans laid them out, so it's like no one really got over. Yeah, it. that's WWE, right? and that's a WWE finish, yeah. and I was like, don't do that, guys, come on. Uh, the main card opened up with Jurassic Express, uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. I love Stunt that their entrance against SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky. Uh, so SCU won with Daniels saying the best moonsault ever. Um, while Kazarian held Stunt and Jungle Boy in the pilot dryer position at the same time. And they all shook hands after the match. Mm-hmm. This is a perfectly fine... Oh, I forgot, by the way, before... I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I meant to mention this in that last match. The the Jack Evans, during that <laughs> Jack Evans and Haley go against Private Party match, he ended up on the top rope, mm-hmm. and I think like the, they mistimed it, and he ended up like standing on the top rope, like gyrating. Yeah. He just stood there and like wiggled his hips, and it felt like that was like the modern version of the 2002 Rico yelling for Jeff. Come on, Jeff! God damn it! Come on, Jeff! God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> remember that? Yes, I remember that because we were there. So I know you were there. I wasn't. Oh, there. oh, I was there. You weren't. You're there. there with your brother. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah. like I'll never forget that spot because when you watch it back on TV, you can see him just yell, "Come on, Jeff! God damn it! Come on, Jeff! God damn it!" Instead of yelling, "Come on," whichever member of Private Party, God damn it, he just kind of like wiggled his hips. Like, let's go. Like, uh, da, 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 da. And I was like, because the guy, he just stand there, like, gyrating. It looked yeah. really weird and really funny. But, yeah, so back to the main card opener. Uh, this was a totally solid, fun opener. Um, I mean, look, SCU is one of those things where, like, I'm never going to get it when it comes to the gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's just a, it's really just a, you know, it, it has go-away heat with me. I mean, like, it's just basically mm-hmm. a bunch of catchphrases. So I'm not really a big fan of the gimmick, and but like as far as in the ring, they're still fine. Yeah. And they worked a fun little match here. So like three and a quarter, it was good. Uh, definitely a. a it's good gonna be sad game. when the dinosaur turns on his young boys one day, which yeah. I'm sure he will. But that intro was great with the Jurassic Park with the screen shaking and, and the SCU looking around like what's that? <laughs> as the screen shook and you hear the I thought that was cool. Uh, it was very creative. So Pac and Kenny Omega. Uh, My best best match on the show, I thought. Okay. Pac, shocking. I know, I know you can't... If this was Naito and insert name here, you would have been given it 10 stars. But Lots of people didn't think this was that okay. good. Okay. Because you know why? Because Naito and insert name here probably would actually be really good. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't. 
Um, I, look, this was the match I was most excited for on the show. Yeah. And we are uh, and I, thought was, I thought it was right. It had a different type of finish. Where I mean, this was something... I know New Japan has done this lately, where a guy is literally, like, unconscious. He's, he's gone. And the ref doesn't ring the bell. The ref just stands there like, well, let's keep going. And I'm like, why is this match still going? The guy is, is dead. He's, he's not... His arm fell three times... He's not responding, and the ref just sits there. He's like, well, let's wait till we wake him, till he wakes up, I guess. And I'm like, why aren't we ending the match? And Dean Ambrose, well, okay, John Moxley even said, I don't know how I lost a match when the guy was and unconscious. And this one, they're like, okay, he's unconscious. The match is over. I'm glad you liked it. Okay. Can I, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. I mean, I didn't just, like, really, really hate it or anything. But first of all, um, the first thing I want to mention is they mentioned New Japan, I think, by name for the first time ever. I think they always avoided that in the past few, on the past like three shows. I could be wrong. They on that. did. What did when did they say it? Because they said early. In the, don't remember early at the show where they were talking about the both of their, like when they're both coming out. Oh, like, former world champions said, or whatever. Yeah, they were like Kenny Omega is a former champion. New Japan and Pac is a well, former did champion. They, did they actually say Dragon. New Japan? They or actually did, okay. said New Japan. That's what I'm saying. This was yeah, different than last weird. time. And then Jr. said, "Quote: Kenny Omega was the biggest star New Japan had." I'm making a jerk-off motion mm-hmm. because... In America. He if you, if you add in America, I, that's fine. He clearly was a humongous star, and he clearly made a difference in American attendance. In Japan, he was not the biggest star they had. No. If he, he was, if he, he was, but, the crowd... But don't be, pretend like he wasn't a big... He was a really big was, star. But, but he like, wasn't the biggest in Japan. If, if right, he was the biggest star, would crowds not be down this I know, year? I know, I know, I know. They'd be down. But They're he was a big star. Year. You're acting like this is a crime against no, humanity. No, no, no. Okay. But he's clearly below Tanahashi, Okada... Naito, I mean, I guess that's probably it, but at least but, three but people. But it'd be stupid if JR is trying to promote his product and say, well, this guy was the seventh biggest star in that other promotion <laughs> in Japan, well, so cheer for him, that. and it's like, well, that sounds stupid. You I, gotta... I'm, just, I'm correcting the right. I know, I know, but... Uh, as far as... And then he called back a dumb fast. Oh, the crowd chant 205. I know, that's what, that's that what I really thought funny. it was, 205. Um, that was funny. But yes, then at one point... Um, so, so the they, obviously Pack Pack is the bastard, right? Yeah. So Golden Boy said some say said like the bastard Pack, and then Pack Jr. gets really mad about covers. Everybody mm. gets really really that mad. And refs that don't count. And Pack at one point like didn't do a good cover, and Jr. was like, "Why well, he's a dumb bastard because he didn't go for a cover?" <laughs> and I just fucking like cracked up laughing. He just called him a dumb bastard. That was one of two great lines Jr. heard that. Why well, he's a dumb bastard. We'll get to the other one later, but he had two great lines. He's a dumb bastard. Pack is a dumb bastard. Oh, he's a dumb bastard. I call him that cover, I'll tell you that. He had one other great line. We'll get to that. Um, But but yeah, so here's my issues with the And it was weird this match was so early in the card. Yeah. So my issues with the the match. Kenny Omega's in it. He's too popular, I know. But, uh, I'm sorry. The first ten minutes, I felt like all he did was jump around. Mm-hmm. That's all the first 10 minutes was, was the two of them attempting dives and doing dives and hitting drop kicks off the top rope. It was so fucking boring. By the end of the 10 minutes, I was just like, can you do something other than a fucking dive? After that, it did get really good, like for a little while. But when the match only goes about 20 minutes, I think halfway, like half of the match, you know, if half the match is that bad, which I think I thought the first half of the match was like actively bad, I can't see going that high in the match. And I didn't really like the, the finish because it did feel really out of nowhere and not in a good way. So well, I went, I felt like a wet fart. I mean, the crowd acted like they just heard a wet fart. I wouldn't mind if like... promotions start doing that. And, and New Japan has, I think, done that. Have a, f- a finish where a guy wins with a move other than his finisher or else you train that your fans to think, well, well the match is Well, they don't even know Pac's finisher. I know, but... It's not a good example. Anyway, three and a half stars is what I gave it. What's good, you know, but just the first half of the match was not very good. So. <sighs> I can't see going higher than that. 
After that, what you, I'm sorry, sir. Do you Nothing. have anything else to no, say? No, that's it. Let's move on. The Cracker Barrel Clash. Yes. Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. Um, first of all, who the fuck in Cracker Barrel Marketing HQ was like, we need to sponsor a match on this AOW show. How about we pick the match with three absolutely insane motherfuckers hmm. who are going to pour thumbtacks down each other's throats okay. and hit each other that, that's not what happened. with a, a skateboard with thumbtacks on the bottom. Like, is Cracker Barrel insane? He didn't swallow the thumbtacks okay, because I know he, he didn't spit them out later. But look, do, do, isn't, isn't Cracker Barrel kind of weird for like That was a weird this? match to sponsor, yes. <laughs> so that was my point. You could probably do worse damage to your body by eating there. But, no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe their food, I haven't eaten there since I was a kid. I shouldn't say that. I don't know what their food's like. I've eaten there many, many, many years. Their food might be perfectly great. I also have to say, uh, obviously, Dar- there was a million bumps in this match that looked like someone was going to die. I mean, there was mm-hmm. that Darby Allen, like, fucking, I don't even know what it was. Like a, There's one where like he just pile fell on the floor. It was like a pile driver on the apron, but it was like a like a springboard and a yeah. flip pile driver. That looked like it was going to kill him. And again, I have to, I'm going to bring this up every time because it fucking pisses me off. Where are the fucking people... Falling on their fucking fainting couches, couches for every goddamn Naito Ibushi match. I know. I was during thinking that during like this. this match. Like they, they're fucking diving off the fucking top rope. And I was rope. thinking about that during the the during the ladder match later. I'm like, where are all the drama queens <laughs> who saw friggin' you know Naito Ibushi and then saw this bullshit where they're falling on the edge of the ladder and shit like that? Yeah, like, they never they're never around for the white people. They're, they're not, I mean, let's let's be real. Those they're guys never are around not for the white people. Be able to walk it's, past forty. I it, mean, we're only here to yell at the Japanese people for falling on their necks. But when these people fucking take when Darby Allen takes a neck bump on the apron or when another guy fucking jumps off the top rope into a barrel on a fucking pair of steps. The worst, the worst I thought this match was. <laughs> I, which one was it? He fell and he just landed on metal and there oh, was yeah, nobody yeah. there. Where was that? Did he forget to catch the ca- him? The camera shot was really bad. Okay, that's so, the guy so he was there the and he moved out of the way. Yeah, okay. but the way the camera shot looked, you see, it looked him like he just fell and decided to see, just fall into nothing. You he see just, him go to jump, like he was, like he was targeting an invisible man, and then that it cuts wasn't there. to the floor and there's nobody. You can clearly see no one's there, and he it looked like they hadn't been there a while. Yeah, like so it looked, it looked really okay, bad. Okay, that's what it was. But so, it's it was still fucking stupid. And his leg like crashed into the steel, and you heard. Yeah. Like a well, not a crack, but like a you heard a, a really loud like, pfft. Yeah. and it's like, did he just break his leg and like his I eyes know. looked like glazed <laughs> over as he was laying there? But again, Naito and Ibushi, the only people that do and then dangerous things. Jr. Before. had his other great line with the skateboard part, and he said, "Well, I thought about taking that up as a hobby in my younger days." Oh yeah, that was not, really... uh, did not go through with it. But uh, that skateboard with attacks is also pretty creative. I mean, yeah. I didn't think this was as bad as death matches. There was no glass, shit like that. The glass is the really only gets difference. To me. The glass no, is the only... I th- They use syringes. Oh. They use cinder blocks. They use all this... They weed whackers. They didn't... thumbtacks in this match. Okay, John, to eat something, you have to swallow okay. it. Okay. They spit it out. Jimmy Havoc won this match, which is the funniest result. So that, yeah. was, that was funny. Um, I don't know how to rate this. I said I saw people give them like I'll five rate, stars. I rate it fun. It was fun. Yeah, it, it was, was fun like, to enjoy. It did not bore me. I can. Yes. get It did never. It never bored it, me. It's not. It to was, me, it's not even a match. Yeah. It was just a punch. Of, it was a spectacle. Yeah. Like even like these even Japanese death matches generally have more of a match like structure. Yeah. Like a one on one guy. This is like a three people just doing, doing crazy shit. Just doing a bunch of shit. So like was, you know, it was entertaining. 
It was entertaining, but it was... Uh, after that, we, they made possibly the weirdest choice. Now, the one thing I will say about this match is it killed the fucking crowd for the next two matches. Because how can you go from that to the fucking Dark Order? Yeah. So we had the, the one best... thing that everyone agrees is not over with AEW. So the best friends in the Dark Order, uh, the Dark Order got the pen. So, you know, I hit the Fatality and Beretta and beat him. I this is hate... the only match that had cheating. The, the, the uh, what's it called, guys? Oh, yeah. Or, I, I mean, I guess but, I guess Cody, another one. But this is what... It played in the but finish. That, but this played yeah. in the finish. That's the yeah, the, but, uh, um, the Creepers. I, yeah, I didn't hate this match as much as you, but... I didn't uh, hate it. It went a little too long. It just long. wasn't good. Um, I mean, two and three quarters. I, I mean, that doesn't still, mean I hate it. it everyone, like, you're not the only one. You said this during the match, and people on Twitter were saying it. If two guys are wrestling for a bye in the first round, isn't that basically the yes, first round? Obviously. I mean, I guess... Maybe the other... Maybe the best friends will still be in the tournament, yeah. and that's the point. Yeah. I, 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 and they'll just... Now they'll have to wrestle an extra match, but I, I mean I don't know. That's just, so all that's happening is they didn't gain anything. It's just that the yeah. best friends wrestle an extra match. I mean, but I, I don't know. Whatever. Like I think that's still really weird that this whole thing has been for a buy. And, one and the best friends would have, what, if the best friends had won this, they would have won two matches yeah. to get into a, a buy because they had to beat uh, Evans and Helico, I think, to get this match. Yeah. So that's very strange. Um, as far as the match itself, I thought it was. You know, like I said, I thought it was fine. I went two and three quarters. Uh, I mean, the Dark Order's still not working. And they, mm-hmm. they're trying, but they... I mean, the gimmick is not... I mean, they're the one gimmick in this entire company. It's just that the crowd never cares The crowd about. never gives yeah. a shit, so... After that, we had Riho and Akaru Shida. And again... The crowd was still kind of like... Cr- uh, yeah. I mean, they picked at the end of the last match, and they picked up for a moment here, but... This uh, was, uh... I thought this was really good. It was I pretty mean, good. Hikaru Shida, like, played big bully heel really well. Because she's, you know, I mean, she's like 5'4", but, like, Riho is 5 foot and, like, 90 pounds. So Sheeta just, like, basically bullied her around and, like, you know, threw her around and was kicking her and stuff. This match was not for the women's title, despite uh, what the announcers told her. Oh, yeah, JR said one of these two yeah, women will be women's the champion. champions. Yeah. Like, no, the winner will face neither yeah. Rose for the women's title. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this was, uh... I, I enjoyed this. Um, you know, J- there was at one point, JR got so angry... When we, I guess Hikaru Shida had Riho in some submission, I think I got a stretch muffle or something, and Riho like climbed on the rope, and then Shida pulled her off, and Jr. was like, "Got to talk about the separation, has to be separation." He was like screaming. I'm like, yeah. "Can you calm down, buddy? It's not that big a deal." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I thought this was good. I didn't. I love the flash pin finish. We need more flash pins yeah. in American wrestling. She's like spun her around and pinned her. It was great. Um, I like the finish too. Yeah. I went three and three quarters. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good. very good match, just below four. I think it would have been better if they had more time. I think only went about thirteen minutes. Yeah, it was pretty short. And definitely it, it, would have been better. It, it went the same time as the previous match, but this felt a lot shorter. Yeah, I mean they needed but time. Time is relative. So and then then we had Cody and Sean. I, I kind of like this. I thought this was entertaining. Um, I did not. Uh, some things made no sense. Isn't MGF is a heel, right? Yeah, but he's buddies with Cody. But Cody's obviously a face most of the time, so I thought for sure MGF was turning on him in this match. Well, they're going to wait longer for it, I guess. never did, I guess. I think the perfect opportunity was here. But, I mean, this was all spot to build up to Arn Anderson coming out, basically. I felt like the crowd popped That huge. was the only thing in the, the match. The crowd exploded okay, for that. Okay, so let me go through the match a little bit. So, Cody versus Sean Spears. Um... I mean, the, the the best part of the match by far, other than the Art Anderson thing, was the pre-match, like when they brought all over the ringside. That was really good. Mm-hmm. But then once they got back into the ring, I thought the match just fell apart, and it was just so uh-huh. fucking boring. Okay. I mean, Sean Spears, at 
when the bell rang, he was still the ten guy. Yeah. And he was so his control section was just so fucking boring. When Cody made his comeback, it was a little better. It was kind of funny he did that an Oz cutter, but um, then they did like a long countdown tease. It felt like it went on forever. And I was falling the fuck asleep. Cody came um, out just to Star Trek. Yes. Cody's dog did not want to be there. The and then Arne Anderson runs out and does the spine buster. That was fucking awesome. Tully Blanchard was great too. Yeah. On this match. And then Cody just beat him clean. Yeah. Uh, he had a chance to hit him with the chair. Like Spears was like, "Do it and be as bad as me." But Cody himself like hit him with a the disaster kick into the chair mm-hmm. and then hit the uh, fucking. Oh god, the crossroads. I couldn't think of that. For I a thought second. it didn't go too long. You got the pen. I, 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 I didn't like it. it. I went two and a quarter. I just thought MJF looked kind of like a dork out there. Well, not MJF. Sean Spears looked like the biggest dork of all time. Yeah. He starts this entire fucking feud and loses clean. Yeah. I mean, you know, basically it was like, is Sean Spears, I guess, was a good hand, like Cody said. Just a good hand, player coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see how you do that fucking feud idea and not have strong spears at least win the first match well i guess i mean this feud is probably over maybe i don't know and now he's gonna go into a match with john moxley and what he's gonna lose to him too because remember they're facing each other like the second or third week of tv oh, yeah so. that's true so I that's guess. why i'm like i was surprised that's why i was really shocked he lost his match because now he feels dead in the water to me mm. and then after the match they did like the long celebration with cody and mjf where you know you're kind of waiting for mjf to turn on him but i think that was a, a, the one good thing they did here where you're going to wait a while for that turn. Like, it's going to come. Mm-hmm. But they're going to make you wait until, like, November on TV, probably. And I think it'll mean a lot more by then when they do it. So, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah. So, then we had the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, the AA World Tag Team title ladder match. This match. I have to say this, first of all. The theme song saying Superkick Fiesta instead of Superkick Party, that was very funny in, like, a very subtle way. Mm-hmm. And you know if it was WWE, the announcer would have screamed, like, Superkick Fiesta! Ha ha ha! And they would have made, like, and a big... mentioned it 50 times, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 50 times. Done the big fake laugh and everything, and it would have been um, very unfunny. Uh, and they also had, like, I guess, like, pesos instead of dollars or something. Oh, okay. Which was yeah. actually kind of cute, too. Um, the match itself... Let me say something. Sure. This match reminded me when... A famous, when someone, an author, or maybe a better thing would be a movie director, gets so famous and so popular that no one is there to tell him, uh, buddy, take, take take a step back, like, take it easy, like, and he just goes way too far, like, I'm trying to think of an example, like, like, and makes a giant movie that's like five hours long when there's shit you could cut out. But he's like so like no everything because this match there was there was too much in one match like when that part happened where they took off uh, uh, Pentagon's mask I was like okay that's that's a great finish he takes off his mask he falls and then and then <laughs> they went on for like ten more minutes or some yeah. shit and I'm like there was at one point they did that what's it called thing like the that that insane fucking uh, Canadian Destroyer off the ladder yes. through the table which was the most the, one of the craziest spots I've ever seen and they just kept going for like 15 yeah, minutes after that and one buck fell through. no 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 before that they both did those two splashes on the on the floor and apparently each one didn't give a shit about his partner they're like you're gonna <laughs> but, kill my brother great yeah. okay yeah. good I'm gonna kill yours cool <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That was really stupid. And the announcers are screaming, that's their brothers! And I'm like, yeah, so I guess they don't give a fuck? Like, why are you screaming that? Because they're just, they're seeing their other, their brother's about to die, and they're just like, oh well, you should have done better. Anyway. And the crowd went nuts for that spot. I, I, they went but nuts, after but that, I thought it was stupid. After that, the, the crowd was dead. Like, the yeah. crowd was dead for a little while, and it's like, well, you went too far. You did what you guys do in 
every single Young Bucks match like this, where you just keep going and going and going, and you lose the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't know how people even, like, rate these, you know, yeah. like, separately. Like, how do you how do you come up with, like, the definitive Young Bucks ladder match? They're all the same fucking yeah, thing. that spot where, though, where he fell in between the ladder, where, he, where Phoenix knocked. Yeah, it was right were, after the mask spot. And he fell like on he the edge of it. He fell off the ladder it. and like oh, it didn't. And like, look, like, the bump looked horrific. Like, it, scared the he broke fuck his neck or something. And I better see fun. people on Twitter saying, "I can't write this match. It's too dangerous. <laughs> I refuse to." No, they all gave it five stars. Okay. A bunch of people gave it five so stars. So it's okay for that. But flag, yeah. No, no, it's, it's okay. You may never fuck. It's okay, it's okay to risk your life if you're white. That's what it comes down to. Don't be Japanese and do it. But guess. if you're white, it's fine. You um, could be paralyzed from like the waist down <laughs> doing that shit. Like I know. Don't and they took a fucking power driver on the ladder right after. I know that's fucking destroying your back. Buddy. I mean, I don't give a fuck. If people, whatever people want to do. For someone who has a big experience with back pain, like okay. don't do that. To whatever yourself. people want to do, I don't give a fuck either way. But I'm consistent. These people who go nuts on Naito and Ibushi and don't care about this yes. are very inconsistent. Yep. But yes, this gets my standard smile and move on my life. Young Bucks yeah, rating. it could have it could have gone longer. They actually surprised me because I thought this match would go like forty five minutes. I think it went like twenty five. Yeah. They they did hold back a little, but they had another match to get to. So and then LAX ran out and attacked after the match. After so the match. we had a winner. But although it was dumb that LAX laid out both teams, and I like turned away for a second. I turned around. LAX had left, and Pentagon and Phoenix were celebrating again. And I'm like, oh, they, they got better. Okay. <laughs> that was a little weird, I know. They were acting like they weren't hurt at all. And I was like, okay, well, if I was LEX, I'd be pissed off. But but also, f- one thing, why should we care as AEW fans about the AAA tag titles? Yeah, I don't know. That's and always been my question. why would LAX... Is, LA, are they, is this going to stay? Are the AAA tag titles going to stay here? Because they laid out and attacked initially the AAA tag team champions, LAX. I don't think they're going to. I think they're Then why did they attack the AAA? I tag don't know. Team. Just to show they Unless, were here. Okay, sure. Also, their name, I think, on how the week was, they said, or something. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so they also announced around here the next pay-per-view is going to be called Full Gear. Uh, it's in on November Baltimore. 9th, and it's going to be in Baltimore. So, first of all, the same place Ring of Honor is having Final Battle, yeah. and the same place that Ring of Honor is draw there. better. Ring of Honor is, uh, what's it called? The same place as Ring of Honor's HQ. Well, if AEW can get more than 12 people, then I'll draw our way. <laughs> and it's the same day as New Japan uh, Showdown in San Jose, which is interesting. No, I didn't the second know. time they're rather running the same Which day. one is Dave going to go to? Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, but yeah, so I guess they couldn't get an MSG. Because that was the big rumor. Uh, or maybe they they're were, maybe they're waiting. I don't know. I don't know because apparently W is trying to keep them out. It's the word. So maybe they couldn't get in yet. Why? I don't know. Uh, I'm sh- okay. Well, well. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let's take a break. <laughs> Why did you make that sound? Because I have a big, 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 big question about what you just said. Yeah. That's what I heard. It's a rumor. Why? Would MSG listen to the people that can't even sell out their building? <laughs> That's the rumor. That Why if, would they say, yes, yeah. sir, Vince? How many people you draw? Ah, <laughs> oh, like 200. Okay. <laughs> what would they do? They'd probably sell you out in 10 seconds. Oh, I don't want them. Yeah, I know. You might make money. I don't want fucking money. Supposedly, you, that makes no sense to me. Supposedly, if WWE doesn't do better on these Raw and SmackDowns, maybe they can get in then. They fucking better. Because right now, Raw is like, what, like not even sold out yet. And everyone thought for sure that would happen. Sold. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Why the fuck would they listen to him? I have no he idea. can't even fill up their building. <laughs> I don't know. Why well, do you want me to tell you? And MSG something? shouldn't be... That's what Meltzer said, okay? And That's, I heard that from someone that else, That would too, be so goddamn fucking stupid. The reason why is because they were trying to block them. Why, um, why do they give a fuck... Then tell them to go go away. I don't know. Uh, so the main event, 
Chris Jericho and Hangman Page to become the first ever AEW World Champion. This was a lot better than I was expecting. This was pretty Especially good. after the last two Jericho matches, which I didn't care for at all. The Omega and Okada matches. Um, the show just... I don't know if this was the right main event for a show that's like five hours long. Though. Yeah. I mean, the show the show is too long. I mean, yeah. these pay-per-views are too long. They have that WWE problem. No, you don't like, have to be like WWE. They, they you have an hour that. pre-show and then a four-hour main show. It's just yeah. five hours is too long. Just do... Um, the only people that can pull off these five to seven hour shows is DT. Uh, I think New and Japan, Japan kind of can too. Yeah, they've they they moved, like, away, they yeah. moved away from it now. Um, but yeah, the crowd like I don't think the match was like ever bad. Mm-hmm. Like early on, I was into it, but the crowd was like totally out of gas. Um, they did pick up towards the, towards the end though, so that's good. And my pro my, the issue with me watching the match show, matches because I'm so conditioned to WWE. I kept waiting for bullshit. I kept waiting for something like some well, dork, someone to run in, your or... Bra- your brain is broken. My someone is... dressed up as one of them to distract them, or music to play, or your Brock Lesnar to come out, or... Your brain is broken. My brain is not broken, but the I ref to, to, to fall down, or, or ref bump, you, or some bullshit. Do you know what you could do? What? You could stop watching. Yeah, I know. I was too conditioned <laughs> waiting for some crap, so I better not get invested, too invested. Something's gonna happen. No. Jericho beat one. So, although it was weird, the story of the match was mostly the face get, kicking the ass of the heel. I thought Jericho they, was bleeding. By the end, I liked that was fine because yeah. the heel was going to win. At least it looked like yeah, the heel. Was, at least the heel won. But that's just a, still so, strange. So, so like there was a really cool spot. It was where, different, and that's not always bad though. There was a cool spot where Jericho countered the shooting star to the floor that Paige always does with the double knees, which that was like they had a really tight timing window to pull that off and they pulled it off pretty much perfectly so that was good Jericho I thought looked in better shape too JR pointed out early on it was one of his better calls because I agree with him like he didn't look all pudgy mm-hmm. so maybe he laid off the vodka for the past months I guess yeah, I don't know um, but yeah the there was another really cool counter spot where like Paige went to do the buckshot lariat and Jericho turned it into a code breaker um, and then towards the end you know Paige hit the uh, rite of passage and you know went for the two count or went for the pen only got a two count. So, and then after that, Jericho um, did finally hit the Judas effect, which the crowd popped really loud. So he got it over. Yes. Some he, got, he got he, that move he over. He got the, the crowd move over. popped. The crowd went nuts for the Judas effect. Yeah, and so, he won with his move. I mean, look, this AEW crowd, it's a hardcore crowd. I guess you only need to show it to them once mm-hmm. to get it over. Like, they had no idea what the fuck was going on when he hit it against Omega. Yeah. But they went crazy when he hit it here. So, hopefully, that all the, if all the crowds are going to react like this, then the Judas Effect looks cool. So, yeah. I mean, when they do it like that, it, it looked really kind of stupid. And it shows the value of a crowd reaction because it looks stupid when he hit it on Omega. When it's like, kind of kind of stumbled over and hit him with it, and the crowd mm-hmm. didn't react at all when it was the pin. Here, he, like, I think he did get better, like, uh, like a better little like explosive jump into it, you know. So I think it looked better to begin with, mm-hmm. but like also the crowd went crazy, so that always helps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he got the pen. So like we mentioned, Jericho was busted open. Um, you know, I, that was they like, didn't stop the match to patch him up though. That was, that was like a callback, yeah. I guess, to fight for the fawn because Paige. Remember Paige? Oh got yeah, they did. So and, here, the, and, the, and the announcers mentioned that. So yeah. Paige got revenge for that, which was cool, but. You know, I, I think it was the right decision between the two of them for sure because yeah, Jericho like Paige Paige did not feel hot entering this match at all, and he probably looks if anything this match will probably help him. So yeah, I would agree. I went four stars flat on it. I thought it was really good. Um, Jericho's best match since the Naito match at Wrestle Kingdom. 
Um, but yeah, I thought this was a very good way to cap the show. Overall, I would put this right around double or nothing. It wasn't. It was not a bad show by any means. Um, it didn't have like I. I like Dustin Cody better than anything on this show. Yeah, that one match was better. But overall, as a show, I thought this was better. This was probably better than Double or Nothing overall. Yeah, I mean it was it was close, but I think this was probably better. Definitely way better than the other two shows because I didn't like Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen. Uh, so, I think I liked you liked fighter you like fight for the, fighter fest fighter fest fight yeah. for the fallen I just felt like that show sucked it would <laughs> if you made it shorter it would have been fine but for a show that was what it was it shouldn't have been so long yeah that show was bad but and that seemed to be cons- the consensus like some of those matches went on well you know Hayman Page might have been a little more over if he had just won that match in like five minutes instead of taking like. Oh, yeah. 20 well, minutes think, to fight. I think this will help guy. him. I yeah. think losing, even though a guy's ass could care. Guys can sometimes get more over by losing. Yeah. So that... Did they put any... You're looking through these New Japan things. No, they're, they are not up yet. Okay. Um, so I guess we'll wrap it up here then. Yeah. I was, you, the only last thing we were going to talk about was... New, was I was hoping maybe New Japan would be up by now, but the matches aren't up yet. So So what's coming up for AEW is, is October show. 2nd, their yeah. first weekly TV. Against uh, NXT. Nyla Rose versus... Um, Riho, mm-hmm. for the first woman's champion, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, Quinlan, why don't you plug your Twitter? Oh, uh, what is it again? At I'm underscore not underscore Quinlan. Thank you. Okay. okay. Folks, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Wrestle Omikaze. Wrestling would not fit. Um, and we will be really? back next week. Uh, I don't know what we're doing next week or who's going to be on yet. You could, uh, we still got a couple weeks for uh, 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 whatever the next thing is. Clash of the... I'm good. Titles or whatever. You know I haven't had. You know Class I haven't talked. Champions. You know I haven't talked about WWE on the show since WrestleMania, and I feel you didn't even review SummerSlam. I feel fucking liberated. You'll have to I'm do Survivor Series. Going back into, I haven't really watched it. I haven't talked about it. It's been so great. Why don't you do the premiere of NXT when Enzo I'm, and Cass return? I'm good. Next week we'll probably talk DET and Tokyo Joshi because they both have a show. I think Tokyo Joshi is going on right now, mm. and DET is also going on tomorrow. They have Soccer and, Octopus. Well. I'll probably be back on the show after our maybe after the New Japan shows we go to. Yeah, I mean, if we can find list. time, I don't yeah. know. But uh, okay. All right, folks. Like I said, follow us on Twitter. Uh, give us positive already. iTunes reviews to mm-hmm. make up for the last time when it was mm-hmm. on. And we will see you next time. Thank you as always for listening. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.